and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. He's Matt Dyson. And so am I. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> Never, so you know what? Sweet. Some features out stay there welcome. Some jokes do get old. That just it feels fresh every time I say it. It feels fresh every time I hear you say it. Well, I mean, it's great to be on the receiving end of such a strong catchphrase. Uh, and yeah, long may it continue. That we nicked from the two Ronnies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like reworking, isn't it, really? Yeah. It is. Um, so, a packed show today. I mean, what's great about this is we start off talking about one thing, we end down a total, a total tangent, and then the tangent ends up being way bigger than the main thing we were talking about. Yeah, I mean, lots of violence uh, towards fellow human beings in today's show. We should really put a warning, I suppose. But but then also violence from insects as well. So, I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's a real mixed bag. This takes a real turn. I mean, it's already pretty dark stuff anyway. And then it takes a kind of left turn into a completely different hood. Yeah, I mean, so many different body parts coming in different names for body parts different body parts coming in different body parts being coming podcast, lots, of, lots of people being hit by darts early on in the podcast yeah I mean, some, some ones you can't really even talk about and then uh, people being stung in all parts of their bodies uh, you know someone, someone call it some horrible turns of phrase some people might say some of this was bleak but I think we both agree it was pretty funny yeah, I, I loved it. Reveling yeah, in it. Right, old laugh. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll try and replicate this next week. Maybe times you've been hit by a dart or times you've been yeah. slapped in the face. Yeah. That'd be a great yeah. texter. <laughs> Tell us about the time you've been slapped around the face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Good, isn't it? What no, we because need, you get yeah. the backstory, don't you? And the, how it came about, you know. It'd be quite interesting, perhaps. We need to find a football angle. So surely someone will have been slapped in football oh. in the coming week. So Always, we'll have yeah. to find, a, you know, we're showing you working here <laughs> honourable listeners of the yeah. Rock Football Podcast someone will have been slapped the other person will roll around on the floor that's still going on left right and centre exactly. so I'm sure there'll be there'll definitely be a slapping tell us about the time you slapped on the face so this week and actually if you could help us out tweet us at R&R Football if you can find a story in the week about mm. vaguely football related about anyone getting slapped in any game or whatever as long as it's not too <laughs> severe um, tweet yeah. us at R&R Football and then we can say yeah. oh when we're on air, you know, this yeah. is like a secret private club. So obviously everyone else listens live. Yeah. But us guys, we're sort of in on uh, Get to of, hear the, yeah, the yeah. inner work. This is the VIP area of... Uh, <laughs> this is, well, one exclusive for you there. We're just workshopping next, some stuff. Next weekend's content today. Yeah, so I mean, it's <gasps> o- open palm rather than closed fist. Yesterday's ideas so making tomorrow's content <laughs> yeah. today. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Great. Well, enjoy the podcast. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. The early kickoffs, a thriller, Dyson. Yeah, very exciting. Liverpool 2-0 up against Burnley. Uh, Jota and Mane with the goals. Burnley did have the ball in the back of the Liverpool net at one point, but they were denied by the offside flag uh, so it's 2-0 to Liverpool what, about 10 minutes to go in that one uh, in the championship Barnes they're winning 2-1 at QPR QPR just got Ooh. a goal back though really nice goal from Ilias Chair. he's going to need to sit down after that one oh, uh, he's on his coming last back legs coming back into it his back's gone um, <laughs> no it's terrible let's not wish that on him no no let's not but there's a whole day. What a treat to be back to a glut of 3 pm kickoffs. And here to preview all that red hot action is Matt Dyson. 
Yes, and we're covering a Brentford match in the Premier League on rock and roll football for the first time in the show's history this afternoon. They haven't been in the top flight for 74 years, at least not until their 2-0 win over Arsenal last Friday. Their Danish manager, Thomas Frank, seems like a nice guy. He says his team are like a bumblebee, not designed to fly, but still able to fly and keep flying as high as possible. So with promotion, pollen still stuck to their legs oh. and the positivity, positively buzzing on TV money nectar they fly <laughs> south of the river to Crystal Palace Frank the beekeeper will be hoping his bewinged insects will <laughs> need a little source of sugar water come half time they can get sluggish as we head towards autumn uh, the queen bee with a big sting in his tail Ivan Tony hoping to get off the mark and just hope he doesn't die after unleashing his goal venom that appears to be a misconception with these bees uh, he did score 31 times for them last season and survived so that's good uh, they are a long way from their new Hive, the Brentford Community Stadium, <laughs> a soulless modern flat pack arena star piece, real estate honeycomb. Uh, much preferred Griffin Park with its pub in each corner of the ground and terracing behind the golf. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. But that is modern pollination for you, I suppose. <laughs> anyway, the bees will be aiming to make sweet, sweet honey at Selhurst this afternoon, even though bee versus eagle seems like a bit of a mismatch. <gasps> the bee could sting today. the eagle. It could do, hopefully it will. Uh, at three today as well, defending champions Man City will be looking to get over their shock opening day defeat to Spurs at home to Norwich. I hope they won't be wearing their new third kit. It's terrible. Like some kind of cheap, non-official club merch t-shirt you'd find on a market stall. In the Europa League on Thursday night, one Fenerbahce player with a similar Puma third kit went to kiss the badge after scoring but couldn't find it. Instead of it being emblazoned on the chest, the wacky creative design team at Puma have decided to make the club crest a repeating pattern in the background of the jersey which just says Man City in big writing across the chest just big writing. The Tell you what, my children have drawn better looking football kits with their crayons. Also at three, Aston Villa are at home to Newcastle and it's Bielsa's bucket versus Benitez and his always slightly oversized suit as Everton travel to Leeds. Oh, Dyson brings it in right on time. Superlative Ooh, broadcasting. Just about there. I think I stretched the B analogy out as far as it would go. You did. Yes, you were, you were sort of out of season. When 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 are bees out of season? Sort of yeah, around now. Sort of to, yeah, they're sort of dropping off around now, aren't they? But mm. we must look after them. We must save them and do what we can. And, and how do we save you, Dyson, should you need to be revived? Uh, just a couple of uh, coffees will do the trick, probably. A couple and of a coffees and a Stella. Yeah, sorry. Get that, get that <laughs> beer stand up now. I'm not sure we talked about this week. Ooh. I've become obsessed with bargain-loving Brits in the sun. Oh, yes. We talked about it last week. On yeah, Channel 5. You've now, you've now watched every single episode. I'm now you? into <laughs> Series 5. I've only been watching it for about 10 days. Oh, wow. It's brilliant. Uh, so you've got to... Have, have you watched any of I, it? No, I've only ever seen, like, one or two episodes. I've been on Below Deck Mediterranean this week. It seems, <laughs> it's a very different world. They're like two polar opposites, aren't they, really? The, the Mediterranean cruise yachts and uh, the bargain-loving Brits in Benidorm. I think if I met someone off bargain-loving Brits in the sun, I would be more starstruck than if I met a film star. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, my hey, God, what? you're the guy with the caravan off bargain-loving Brits in the sun. You're the guy who lives, um, you're the guy who lives near the skip. 
to get all the free stuff. They're so clever. <laughs> I love oh, it so much. You're the guy that fits the awnings on people's villas. Oh, wow. It's so great to meet you. Who are the big stars of the show? Well, there's a guy... Oh, my heart could have bled for him this week, Dice. Oh, I realise no. I'm about five oh, years behind yeah. everyone else. Yeah, it's he's, quite emotional, isn't it? He's yeah. got this Kemp a vein. It's called Columbus, because yeah. it's a bus and I'm an explorer. <laughs> Columbus, you nice. see. Yeah, uh, he's really exploring the world, isn't he? Going to tourist-fill in Spain. Yeah, yeah. but it's like he doesn't know anything about Christmas. He was an explorer or something. And uh, anyway, <laughs> named after him. I don't know what he'd done, but it's Columbus. And uh, yeah, I, you know, I went for a divorce and then, you know, drove all around Europe and, uh, yeah, I'm looking silly. But I wanted to sell it to someone who's really going to love it. And then <laughs> sells it to this guy for 10 grand and the guy guts it but doesn't know what he's doing, so ruins it oh. and then just leaves it. And oh, it just ends no. in going... All in memories, just sort of part. And you're like, mate, you sold it. You can't like tell this guy off what he did once he'd sold yeah. it. Wow. Yeah, so some sad twists in, in Bargain of the yeah. Business. So there's lots more pathos there than you might um, expect. Oh, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into it this week. I can't wait to watch it. You know what? If you know anyone who's been on it, or if you've been on it, text us on 8 12, oh. 15 because I'd be genuinely starstruck to interact with anyone. What a guest booking that would be for halftime entertainment if we could get him on oh. the phone. Maybe we could get one Was of the drag queens. Um, oh, can we say their yes. names on air? Some of them have sort of risque names. <laughs> I'm going to run a couple of the names past our producer of them and um, okay, yeah, see if we can broadcast. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Someone has been in touch about bargain loving Brits in the sun. This is not <laughs> oh, a drill. Yes. They say, have you got to the series where they're in the Costa del Sol yet? We went to a bar that was on the show called The Nag's Head. The bloke that runs it actually looks like Del Boy. Oh, Can you imagine no, that? No. Going to the next head. And oh, it's Del Boy there. Oh, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? That's one of the main locations for the series, is it? Well, there's so many. It's like London Bar, Tube Bar, Queen's Head, <laughs> Prince oh, of Wales. Oh, we could go on a great pu- a tour, a pub to crawl around Benidorm, couldn't we, to celebrate the show? I wonder if we should open a bar in Benidorm. <laughs> well, yeah, I certainly think we should do a show from a bar in Benidorm for rock and roll football, you know, as the summer swings back around next summer. Yeah, and we should make sure it's got great Wi-Fi. Yes, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. It all ended at Anfield, by the way. We got totally distracted by talking about opening a bar in Benidorm. <laughs> Liverpool 2, <laughs> Burnley nil. But they yeah. will be watching that in the sports bars of Benidorm, so it's, it's all connected. It is all connected, and QPR Barnsley, by the way, finished two all in the early kickoff in the championship. Uh, Charlie Austin with an equaliser in the ninety-first minute after Chair got the place rocking by pulling a goal back. Lovely, lovely, <laughs> lovely. Yeah. Any more? No, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. Chair, Chair often found um, uh, near the top of the table. Yes, of course. Yeah, the head of the table. Yeah, yeah. Well, it yeah. doesn't really work in football terms. Nah. Yeah. No, yeah. it doesn't. No, no, no. Still, never mind. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we've got a new feature on Rock and Roll Football called Glory Hunters. Where last season we did the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club, where each week we'd follow a different team. We want to get more involved in a specific team this season. So last week we held a poll. Everyone voted and Wrexham came out top. So we're going to follow Wrexham until they win. Then whoever beats them, we will follow them and so on and so forth. So hopefully, if Wrexham go a whole season unbeaten, that'd be wonderful. Yes. Uh, so it sounds like we'll probably be stuck in the, the National League unless maybe they're losing a cup competition. But, you know, it's nice oh, yeah. to back the real low levels of English football. You know, it's the opposite of, of glory hunting, really, isn't it, what we're doing? Yes, it's, it's such a low level of English football. It's Welsh. 
Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how true. far yeah. down the yeah, football that's pyramid that's it is. Down it is, yeah. It's even Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Swansea and Cardiff are both doing better than Nottingham Forest, so who are we to joke well, about the yeah, plight true, of uh, yeah. Welsh football? But yes, we are now supporting Wrexham, and as a result, coming right up, we're going to be joined by somebody who's a pretty big wheel in the Wrexham community. It's Ryan Renner. No, it's not. It's Tim Edwards who runs a fanzine. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. It's Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. As you know, as part of our Glory Hunters new feature, we are following the fortunes of Wrexham. We're at home. Uh, in fact, they're away today playing Solihood Moors in the National League. Joining us now is Tim Edwards. He's host of the Fearless in Devotion podcast and fanzine, a massive Wrexham uh, fan. Tim, you must be so excited about this new era at Wrexham. Yeah, pretty excited. It still hasn't really sunk in um, that we finally got some money in the bank, so to speak, rather than scraping the barrel for some pennies. So, yeah, it's all good. And, yeah, fingers crossed we can actually start the season with a bit of a bang rather than uh, the usual uh, limp, which tends to happen after all the pre-season excitement. Yeah. I mean, it must be what Ryan McElhenney and uh, Rob Reynolds got into football for, isn't it? Uh, sorry, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, if we get the name right. It's what they got into football. It's what they left Hollywood to come and get into football for, isn't it? A grey, wet Saturday afternoon in Solihull. That, that is precisely why they've come along. I'm, I'm stood outside the away and I've just tipped up. It looks like it's going to pour down. And, um, yeah, there's just... It's just weird. It's just weird to be back. But, you know, it's, it's, it's what we live for, so why not? You take the rough with this move. This is great that you're going to the game today, Tim, so we hope you win. Obviously, the whole Absolute Radio family is willing you on. We want you to keep winning. We're going to support Wrexham for as long as you keep winning. So um, just just let us know what it's been like for a Wrexham fan then over the last few years. Uh, has it been difficult? Uh, yeah, I mean, how long have you got, to be honest? I mean... About a minute. Um, four, four, 14, 14 season in non-league... Um, it's it's been a bit of a roller coaster, you know. We we were close, ninety eight points. We finished one season, only to be tipped to the post by Jamie Vardy's Fleetwood, which is very annoying. Uh, so yeah, it's it's been it, there's been some rough times, especially you know last season and the season before, where we just haven't been anywhere near good enough. So it seems to have come full circle, and and here we are finally hopefully about to sort of reap some of the rewards that, that have come our way really and it's, it's not it's not before time to be honest you've got a fascinating history for a club of your size the quarterfinals of the European Cup Winners Cup in 1976 some good FA Cup runs over the years what was the last good season that Wrexham had? the last good season you're probably looking at 2002-2003 which is the last time we got promoted so you know, give, give or take the odd FA, FA Trophy win and the LDB Vans final win there's not really been an outstanding season the 98 point season was great but ultimately it was fruitless because we lost to Newport County in the playoff final so you're probably going to have to go back nearly 20 years for our last successful season if, if you really want to you know, top end it with a promotion. So it's been a while, to put it mildly. It doesn't sort of bode well, really. We've picked you as our club to support all season. <laughs> this may not last very long. No, no. I mean, it's hilarious that you're going to you're going to follow us until we lose. So it might be short lived. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the gallows humour of a Wrexham fan. We're all we're all excited. I've just passed one lad um, running out of a bush with a bottle of Lambrini purely for medicinal purposes. Ah, oh, yes, um, lovely. So, you know, we're, 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 a lot of them tend to prep ourselves for the 
inevitable. But, you know, we've got yeah. a striker at last, so anything's possible. Really. <laughs> it's all changed now, though, isn't it? Now yeah, Hollywood yeah. are involved. You've even got your own Hollywood sign, isn't it, in the hills? What is it? It's not the Hollywood hills. It's the Rustland Slag Heap. Not quite as glamorous <laughs> a location, the, but uh, the, the, there's a Wrexham sign. Slag Heap, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. A, it's an in, interesting little... I mean, luckily, nobody's crashed while staring at it from the, from the A483 yet, but um, give it time. <laughs> well, Tim, we hope you win today away at Solihood Moors. We'll keep in touch with you, and hopefully we'll be talking to you on a regular basis, but by the, the sounds of things, it's been nice knowing you. Yeah, we'll be fine. If not, see you next week. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Now, you may know this, or you may not. Harry Kane's brother, Charlie, is his agent. Now, I didn't really know that until Ooh. this week, and pictures started appearing of him everywhere. And he kind of looked like a bad lookalike. He looked like someone who was trying to look like yeah. Harry Kane. <laughs> and obviously, he's handling him, yeah. all his contract negotiations with Spurs and with Man City. Ooh. It's a bit odd having your brother doing it, isn't it? Uh, strange, yeah. I wouldn't get my uh, brother to be my representatives in terms of work negotiations. But, um, yeah, so I, I mean, it's sort of things like Charlie Kane seems to be being blamed for this whole mess of a situation. Like, he shouldn't have signed him up to a six-year contract. He should have put a release clause in it rather than just accepting the chairman's word on this. So it looks like Harry may be stuck at Spurs. And it's partly down to his brother Charlie, <laughs> who's uh, he's, he's, he's run into a sport agency, but it's, it's only Harry. That's it. He doesn't represent anyone else. Does it count as an agency if you've only got one client? <laughs> I don't know if it does. I suppose he makes a lot of money from it, you know, because Harry's doing very 15% well. 15% of uh, whatever Harry's yeah. earning. Yeah, we're in a sports yeah, agency. Exactly, We've got yeah. Harry Kane. Great. Who else? Um, yeah. uh, We've got, um, well yeah, yeah. We got England player, Spurs player. All right, who's the Spurs yeah. player? Harry Kane. Who's the England player? Harry Kane. <laughs> yeah, we've got some ex Leighton Orient, yes. ex Millwall. Who's that? Harry Kane. Harry Kane. <laughs> yes, strictly my brother. That's it. Oh, it's, I mean, if you're, if one of your brothers hand, handled your contract negotiations, what what do you think would happen? Um, well, I mean, the thing is, they've not really got any expertise in the radio industry. Right? One of Runs them in the family, uh, works then. in. <laughs> yeah, one of them. One of them works in probation. Uh, the other one works in telecoms. So, I mean, I don't think there's many transferable. There's much transferable knowledge in terms of contract negotiations. Yeah. I don't think. Well, at least one of them knows how to use a phone. Yes, that's true. He just pick, pick up, up the up phone, phone, mate. That's all you've got to do as an <laughs> agent. Pick up the phone. Yeah, he's half the job. It's, it's half the job. <laughs> probation. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. things have gone very bad if you end up on probation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be good. Yeah, my uh, brother represented me. I ended, I ended up getting a five stretch, but, uh, you know, <laughs> a gig's a gig. <laughs> um, so, text us on 8.12.15. What is the worst thing your sibling has ever done to you? And by all means, really go there. Uh, my Both my brothers uh, once did a horrible thing to me at a, a Forest game in the old days when Quality. I was about 10 years old. Yeah. And I used to wear those jogging bottoms, loose jogging bottoms. I forgot to do the, I forgot to do the drawstring up around the waist. Um, and uh, back in the day in the Trent End, you used to climb up on the fence when Forrest scored. Yeah. Fence in between the fans and the players. So you'd climb up to celebrate because uh, you were down the front and Forrest scored. And once when, I, when we scored, I climbed. 
lined up and both of my brothers whipped my jogging bottoms down <laughs> so I'm, I'm up a fence with my my backside exposed to the whole of the Trent end like a massive shed of supporters all getting a glimpse of my little body uh, and uh, but luckily the away end would see the other side but they were probably so far away they couldn't see anything uh, and it was very cold uh, to be fair it was a very cold day but the players <laughs> the players were nearer they'd have seen yes the players may have seen it as they ran over to celebrate with the fans I mean I, I dread to think but it just just a horrible thing to do it really killed my killed my enjoyment of the game for a bit I was, I was nervous about climbing up on the fence to celebrate I felt like I couldn't celebrate anymore was anyone else around you saying ha ha we saw your bum yes pretty much yeah everyone all of our mates we were with they all had it all lapped it up yeah so it was lapped very it up. embarrassing oh, I was yeah. thinking, yes. <laughs> so the game was sort of come on so the goal of the Premier League Matt Dyson yeah, Ferran Torres has scored for Manchester City, their second of the afternoon. VAR are looking at it, but it's, um, at the moment, it looks like it's it's staying put, that goal, uh, so to speak. Yeah, is that you say so to speak. I don't think that is the way to speak. No, no one's ever said that, have they? <laughs> <laughs> the goal stands. The goal still stands. We're hearing, although VAR, VAR is still looking at it. So um, we'll let you know if that changes. Yeah, we'll be in touch, so uh, don't go anywhere. You just stay by your radios, and uh, it's like wartime, isn't it? News will be on the way, and uh, God bless. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We're asking you about the worst thing your siblings have ever done to you, or a sibling. Or maybe the worst thing you've done to a sibling. Text us on 81215. We've got Anne here from Cope Bridge. Hello, Anne. Hi there, how are you? Very good, yeah. Now, your brother did something terrible to you, didn't he? Yeah, he did. When I was young, I was a huge Grease fan and I had just been to see the film <gasps> and my mum my mum and dad bought me the album. Great. And it was my most prized possession and I um, had a bit of a fallout with my brother over a football and he decided to get my Grease album, get the biggest nail he could find, score it from end to end. <laughs> And he left the album and the nail on my bed. And the <laughs> nail as a lesson, as a, as a sort of threat. Oh, wow. <laughs> as if to say there are other things I can do with that nail, a sort of ominous warning. Yeah, yeah. Wow, what a horrible yeah. brother. We were just kids then, he's nice now. Okay, fair enough. But he still hates the film Grease and the soundtrack, really hate, can't get on board with it. Yeah, yeah, sure does. So, and did you get a new Grease CD? Um, I did, yeah. I added it to my collection. CDs weren't out at the time, but when they came along, I added it to my collection, uh, and I've still got it, actually. Okay. Oh, so it was a vinyl that he scratched with a, yeah. with a nail? Yeah, <gasps> yeah. And did you get it again on vinyl? No, I never <gasps> did, no, no. Have you got a record player? Yes, I have, I have. And have you got it on vinyl now? I don't have vinyl, no. I have it in CD. I don't have the vinyl. No. Oh, we should try other. and get hold of it for you, Anne. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, give us your address. Give us your address. As long as it's available. I mean, hopefully, if it's not on Amazon, we might struggle. But uh, so we can do. Yeah. And, and, and secondly, Ad, you said the di- the dispute had been over a ball. So, so what was that initial dispute? Do you, do you recall? Yeah, well, we only had one football in the house. He wanted to play football with his friends. I had the ball first. I wanted to play with my friends. Uh... But he he won in the end. So. 
<laughs> Apart from that, he decided to score the album as well. Probably the only thing he did score that day, Anne, because yeah, you were far better at yeah, football. Yeah. <laughs> Anne, we, leave us, give us, um, our producer's going to take your address, and if we can uh-huh. find Greece on vinyl, I'm going to send you that. Oh, that'd be great. That's all right, there you go. <laughs> I can listen to that while I'm isolating. Yeah, well, oh, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. It's another family member, but I've got to isolate with them. Okay, well, that's good. That's the responsible thing to do. Celtic are winning 1 0. I'm taking a punt because you're from Cope Bridge. Is that your oh, team or yeah. not? Yeah, my son, he's watching upstairs. Yeah, he'll be pleased. Oh, nice. There you go. That could have gone either way. Anne, <laughs> thank you so much for getting in touch with us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Sensational, sensational yeah. action in the National League. Let's start Amazing. there with our team, Wrexham. Part of our yeah. new Glory Hunters feature to hopefully follow a team by an entire season. Wow. Dyson, explain. What a game. What a, a game. To a, to a <laughs> confused nation. What on earth is going on down there? I was about to tell you that uh, Solihull Moors had gone 1-0 up against Wrexham, but just minutes later, they hit back through Paul Mullin uh, with a penalty, the penalty specialist. And then uh, David Jones has scored another goal for Wrexham, and they've gone from 1-0 down to 2-0 up in the space of about 10 minutes. What an exciting team to follow. This is what the power of being backed by rock and roll football does it gives you that extra 10% Ooh, in the legs it really does you can feel it it's tangible it's, isn't it not even half time yet so we should be careful but goals <laughs> yeah. in the Premier League as well yes yes we should we should mention those as well Everton are 1-0 up at Leeds Dominic Calvert-Lewin has scored a penalty and Man City are 2-0 up against Norwich that goal from Torres earlier was, was ruled out by VAR but they have got a second and it's the £100 million calves that have started paying back their transfer fee Jack Grealish has scored it and Man City beating Norwich 2-0 so that second goal, um, VAR ruled it out. Yes, it was denied. There we go. Right, VAR. So they should, they were potentially going to be three 0 up, but they're just two 0 up right now. <sighs> and have you seen the Grealish goal? No, I haven't. No, have you? No, I haven't. No. If anyone's seen it, text us eight twelve fifteen. <laughs> you tell us what it's like, then we'll tell everyone else what it's like. <laughs> Deal. Oh, and text us. What's the worst thing your siblings have ever done to you? And, and by the way, in Cope Bridge, I have found the Grease soundtrack on vinyl, and I've ordered oh. it for you off the internet. Oh, so that should be arriving. And you know what I did, Dyson? I did the decent thing, and I put both yeah. of our names on the gift slip. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. What a generous chap. It is. So. Um, I won't tell you how much it cost, but um, uh, if, if we're going halves, you owe me a hundred quid next time I see you. <laughs> <All right. laughs> now we're talking about the worst thing that your siblings have ever done to you, or that you've done to them. Text us on eight twelve fifteen. There have been some incredible ones, Dyson. Yes, some really quite dark, violent ones going through. Yeah, they're honest. great. Keep them coming. <laughs> There's one here. It just says. Uh, Hi, Rock and Roll Football. My sister vandalised my massive black and white Casablanca poster by drawing bogeys from Bergman and and Bogart's noses, joke glasses and colouring teeth with black marker pen. I was heartbroken from Linda on her way home from a week in wet Wales. Oh, Linda. Well, we hope you've had a great week in Wales because Wrexham, who we're supporting at 2-1... By the way, in Scotland, Celtic now 4-0 up against St Mirren. 4-0 All the talk before the summer, or during the summer, more to the point, before the summer, it was uh, spring. (laughs) 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 Was that all Rangers going to run away with it and Celtic going to stay? And it's going the other way so far. Mm, All turned around, hasn't it? 
Another text we've had was, my sister slept with my husband. Does that count? Yeah, I think that counts. I think that counts as the worst thing a sibling could do to you. Yeah, I'd say that's among the worst things. Yeah, so it's yeah. safe to say I no longer have a sister or a husband. Oh. I don't know whether that means action was taken or if they've just fallen out. But uh, keep those really dark ones coming in. 8, 12, 15. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. We're asking you for the worst things that your siblings have done to you or that you've done to your siblings. Text us on 8 12 15. We're talking to Tom. Tom, what on earth happened? Well, when I was a newborn back in the day, which is a long time ago, um, <laughs> apparently my brother, uh, three years old, set fire to the curtains while I was um, asleep in the pram. What? In a, in a, little, <laughs> in a little side room, yeah. Um Oh. And then he left the room. And so t- the curtains are on fire. I'm in. I'm in the room, fast asleep in my cro- in my cot, and he's just sitting in somewhere else, uh, looking like an angel. Wow! And, and can um, I ask, wow. did you visit him in prison? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not even punished, mate. As far as I'm aware. No, no are you kidding? No. So arson, an attempted murder, went unpunished. <laughs> Well, you see, you're beyond the, you're below the age of criminal responsibility. <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, do you talk wow. about it much as a family? Does this come up at Christmas after a couple of baby shams? Oh no, it's practically every time we meet now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, wow. it wasn't it wasn't until the neighbours hammered on the door shouting "There's a fire" that anybody realised there was a problem, and, and I was saved. Thank God. And what? He just sort of sat there watching his. He just sat there like Damien in yeah. the Omen. Yeah. yeah. Never. Pretended not to know a thing about it. Wow. Uh, Particularly rude of him to toast his marshmallows. (laughs) 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 Step too far, that. Uh, What can I say? (laughs) What an amazing story. Thank you so much, mate. You're welcome. Cheers. Thank you very much. Bye Bye for now. Bye. Really bleak uh, stories coming in. Uh, One amazing one. We've seen this one from... uh, It says, My sister, uh, Lindy, was nine. I was seven. When she stabbed me on Halloween with a cheese knife. Wow. She was she was using to hollow out Swede to make a pumpkin. <laughs> I love raw veg uh, and kept pinching the Swede and generally annoying her. She swiped out with the knife and not intending to, but uh, but nicked me an inch from my <gasps> artery what? on my left wrist. Oh yeah. my no oh no no no. Thankfully no. my mum was a nurse who got me to the doctors for, for the first and only stitch ever in her life. Uh, still have the scar. I got her back though. When I threw a piece of toast crust <laughs> at her, and the toast crust scratched her eyeball, Aww. leading to another visit to A and E, all because she wouldn't give me the toy from the cereal <laughs> box, and it was my turn to have it. That's from Jill Parry. What an epic tale of sibling fighting! There, what? How hard was that piece of toast to scratch an eyeball? Yeah. I'm on Jill's side, though. You know, if there's if there's a system and it's your turn to have the toy next, that system yeah. has to be upheld. <laughs> yeah, by any means necessary. Yeah, seriously. well, there has to be a rule of law. <laughs> do you even get, I don't even think you get toys in cereals anymore, do you? No, I don't think you know. Not much anymore, no. They're being phased out. Waste of plastic, isn't it? Oh, 
Can we not have non-plastic toys, please? Even like even Happy Meals now, you know, you get the option. Do you want a toy or a book? And the toys Whoa, are incredible. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah, on the book? You can get like a little book, a little book that's like a, a shortened down version of a children's well, like book. Like a politically homeless by my well, yes. paperback. Much better. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's coming soon to them, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just a, you know. And the other toys are made of cardboard, so they have they've upped their game. To be fair, on the uh, Happy Meal toys. And you can get fruit and veg. You can, yes. You don't have to get chips. It's true. It's but then better. you know, in moderation, once in a while. Yeah. A little bit does you good, doesn't it, I suppose? Well, I'm not sure it does you good. <laughs> it's just does a little... No yeah, well, you know, yeah, a treat once in a while. I mean, I, I did have a Happy Meal not that long ago, and it was great, because I was just like, that's what I wanted. Wow, did I had you? a Big Mac well, you, on the side. Uh, and they served it Some to an adult, nuggets. didn't they? I thought they were quite strict on that. I thought they were Really? Like, you can't have it because you're a grown-up. Well, you just say, oh, it's just for the kid that's over there. I'm taking ah, yeah, back to my kid. True. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And they go, what's the name? And you go... I'm sorry, you're questioning. <laughs> Grilling me. But I have a child called um, L. Rock and Roll Football. <laughs> They're twins. Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and Roll Football. Dyson. It gets darker and darker and darker. I know. I've never seen so many stories involving darts yeah. <laughs> in my life coming on a text. But I mean, I'm not really sure I can read some of them out. It's so bleak. But I mean, this one is a bit more. It's a bit more simple. This one from Rose. Uh, she says, "When I was six, back in the seventies, I was in love with Donny Osmond, oh. and on Valentine's Day, I got a card through the post, a Valentine's card from Donny." <gasps> Or so she thought. Uh, her eight-year-old brother fell about laughing when, she, when he saw her joy opening the card. He'd written the fake card from Donny Osmond and posted it and everything. He'd gone through that whole trouble uh, of, sending, of pretending he was Donny Osmond. And, she, and Rose says her heart broke that day. But after whacking her brother around the head, she felt a bit better. There I mean, a, a, a number of questions. One, surely the eight-year-old handwriting would have been a slight giveaway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's oh, true. Donny oh, loves me, and it, mysteriously he seems to be a similar age. Yeah, he can't really spell very well either. Yeah, he well, does his <laughs> R's and S's backwards as well. We've got so much in common. And the postmark is from our town. Yeah, yeah. A few clues there, a few giveaways. Oh man. Well, I mean, that's a great one actually. Prank calls and. Prank letters is is another level up, isn't it? Yeah, so it's an extra level of being organised there, isn't it? Very work, great. I mean, great work from the eight-year-old brother. There are so many say. moments at that. You know, a call you can sort of do in the heat of the moment, and then you kind of get lost in the train of it. You, yeah. he's planned that. It's an eight-year-old. He's yeah. So he's got to buy the card. He's got to write yeah. the card. He's got to seal it up. There's so many moments where you go. At this point, I think I'm checking out. This, this is too. Yeah. Late. He's put the stamp on. He's walked yeah. to the post box. There's about four yeah. different moments where he could have checked out. Of that prank and, and he thought no this is the best prank ever I'm sticking with it the single minded determination to see his sister cry actually is, is quite inspiring <laughs> it is. it's reminiscent of Tokyo this summer it's that sort of dedication to the craft we were in fact it would be good to hear from people who have done the bad thing so if you did something nasty to your mm. sibling and you would perhaps like to confess or indeed just revel in it Text us on yeah. 81215. If you've ever written a prank letter or done a prank call specifically, then that'd be great. New song from Sam Fender, 17 Going Under. Superb! Really like that song. It's great, isn't it? 
Yeah, I'd love to see him live. Have you ever seen him live? No, I would love to, yeah. I think he played the first gig back after lockdown, didn't he, when he was like... Up in Newcastle, I think, when there were people. I love how you pronounce Newcastle. Then. Up in Newcastle, yeah. Newcastle. I'm such a big yeah. fan. I even speak like him. Yeah, Newcastle. Oh. Yeah. How weird, man? How weird? I saw him up in Newcastle League. Oh, it was Canny Lake. <laughs> oh, I went for a Palmool. That's more um, Sunderland. Yeah, Liverpool, it's more. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, Teesside. Yeah. But then I went. Uh, how we? I went to St James's Park and I seen Sam Fender. <laughs> <laughs> Racist against Newcastle people? Uh, nah, it's fine. Yeah. I'm an impressionist. Look, it's part of the gig. We, we do we do everyone on the show. Yeah, Mainly yeah. Matt Dyson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, don't do that again. So flattering, your impression of me. <laughs> A sort of um, Gruffalo. Uh, <laughs> Now we're talking yeah. about the worst thing your siblings have done to you. Text us on 8, 12, 15. Someone here said, my brothers used to punch me as a child every time I got too close. We all went to the local park when I was about four. They walked under a wasp's nest in a tree. It was the best shot I ever did. 10,000 wasp stings took the sting out of all those punches. <laughs> 10,000 wow. wasp I mean, stings. That's brutal. I'm brutal. guessing everyone in that story ended up fine. They wouldn't have texted us otherwise, would they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. What a lovely story. Have you what ever a been stung by a wasp? Heartwarming tale of revenge. No, I actually haven't been stung by a bee or a wasp. Well, I did witness my daughter once get stung on the head once when I was trying to flap a wasp away. I was too late and I saw the sting going in. It's quite <gasps> Yeah, grim, but I mean, 10,000. And how did she react? smart a bit. How bad is the pain? Oh, she was in tears. Yeah, absolute, yeah, absolute agony, you know. But I was about to sort of swat it with a book on top of her head, and I thought, I can't splat it on her head. Um, yeah. And then I waited, because of my hesitancy, the wasp stung her, because it was sort of stuck in her hair. Let's keep yeah, talking about the siblings thing. Like, I've, never been, I've never been stung by a wasp or a bee either. And I've got anaphylaxis, so I'm really worried. But if you've been stung by a wasp or a bee, text us on 8, 12, 15 and let us know. Does it actually... I mean, I know it hurts, but Does just give us hurt? a sense. You know what? My mate got stung on Nemesis on Alton Towers. Oh, and he got, really? It was just when the thing had come down, like the brace that holds you in. They, oh, and it was no. like, it must have been on his belly because they, they push it in tight where you like that big belt thing that comes up from overhead. Oh. You get stung by a wasp but then the ride started oh, so he just got the whole ride screaming 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 it's not that scary exactly <laughs> amazing so if you have been stung by a wasp or a bee <laughs> text on 81215 and just give us a sense of how bad it is Ken's got gout big goals in the Premier League yeah, Matt Dyson huge Man City are now 4-0 up against Norwich Raheem Sterling's just scored uh, Laporte got the other one in the second half so 4-0 uh, Man City hammering Norwich at the moment. Everton have got a second. They're 2-1 up at Leeds. Damari Gray getting the second one. New signing over the summer, the ex-Leicester uh, winger. And Villa have got a second as well. Uh, uh, Anwar El Ghazi with a penalty. They're beating Newcastle 2-0. And in the championship, some solemn news. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Forrest are losing. It was inevitable, I suppose. Yeah, I think we just do have to make our peace for the fact that we're not very good and like yeah. not get all like, oh, this might be our year and just accept yeah. that it isn't and then it's yeah. fine. It's just another year in the championship. Yeah. Year of sadness. Uh, yeah, well, so. 
We asked you about whether you've been stung by a wasp or a bee. I don't think we've ever had so many messages about no. the subject. It's gone... <laughs> yeah. cr- I mean, there's so many, Dyson. What are your favourites? Inundated. In, in terms of how bad it feels, I suppose one person... We had someone who was wearing a flowery dress who sat on one in a car and it felt like she sat on a lit cigarette. So that gives you some Ooh. idea of how painful kind of hot it is. sting. Yeah, hot sting. So like a lit ciggy. Absolute agony, says someone. Expletives, says quite a few others. So, yeah. It, it seems to be very, very painful. I mean, the anecdotes surrounding them are great. David Beck in Kent says, I was at V Festival in 2012. My, my mate had a bee just under his armpit. He didn't realise and it stung him, leaving him, leaving its sting hanging in with its pulsating <laughs> thing. My friend, who I didn't <laughs> like very much, asked me to pull it out. I delighted in the prospect of this and grabbed the sting and squeezed the remaining venom in. I've never heard a grown adult scream so much. Wow. That sounds like that was a terrible friendship. <laughs> the yeah, worst. Awful. Sque- so yeah, he could have pulled it out, but squeezed the venom in instead. Yeah. Awful. Could have killed him, David. Yeah. <laughs> he was already in agony. Answer. What more pleasure could you derive from that? And he just thought, oh, just needs a little bit more yeah. for me to be able to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was yeah. nine years ago. I'm, I'm glad yeah. that eventually we've given you a platform. You know, that's what <laughs> rock and roll football's all about. You know, football scores is just a mere part of it. Uh, the other yeah. part is you texting us about times you've delighted. Most of these stories are joyous. People really enjoying other people getting stung by bees yeah. and wasps. And, Seems uh, to be the common thread through the show today, isn't it? It is. It, it, it's slightly disappointing, but I've got to say, we're loving it, and there's loads more, <laughs> plenty more where that came from. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. As, as a four-year-old kid, I was stung in the eye by a wasp. <gasps> this, this one here says. Um, <laughs> as if that wasn't bad enough, I can, still, I can still remember the pain now. Yeah. But that was not as bad as when I was about 20. I was chatting to my best mate over the garden fence uh, late one summer, and a wasp came at me like a concord. <laughs> <laughs> I hit it over the fence to the ground, and it flew back up my mate's shorts and stung him in an even worse part of the body. <laughs> can still see him running around the garden holding himself right now. <laughs> he didn't speak to me for days. Well, that's what an amazing story, that. Yeah. Batting the wasp away. I mean, wow. over the fence, that would be like a sort of weird game of insect tennis. Yeah. yeah. Sort of put backspin on it that's made it sort of drop and bounce. Yeah. bit of curve, and then it went up the shorts. Amazing. What a hit. New what balls, hit. please. <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Well, Gaz has been in touch. He says, Matt and Matt, wasp sting. Years ago, me and a mate got... Oh, my word. My mate got stung on his, you know, mm-hmm. thingy. Yeah. Uh, and he needed the toilet. And so went to the toilet. Unfortunately, the wasp wasn't pleased at being weed on and stung him again. What? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, so it happens midway. Right? Oh. oh, what? Oh, that's awful. Yeah, really terrible. Another one, I mean, this one's incredible. I'm one of those weirdos who loves wasps. I handle them regularly and try to show people they're okay. I've never been stung. They just need love and cuddles from Yvonne filling vending machines. 
Well, I hope you're not filling well. them with wasps. <laughs> Terror. Oh. Imagine that. Imagine that. Oh, that'd be awful. Kind of a monster munching. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> they don't need cuddles. Don't cuddle a wasp. Well, Surely, Matt Dyson. In the interest of balance, it's nice to hear the other side of the, you know, some positive PR yep. for the wasp out there for, for a change. Because yep. all the people that have sent in messages about wasps getting stuck in cycling helmets, bicycle and motorbike helmets, they sound absolutely horrendous. But yeah, okay, so that we need to change our attitude towards the wasp. Yeah, Francie and Claire are driving from Shrewsbury to Falkirk. What a drive that is. Oh, that's a long one, isn't it? See the Kilpies, or the Kelpies? There's big oh, horses' yeah. heads near... Um, ah, I mean, that makes it sound yes. macabre. There, there's a piece of public yeah. art. It's wonderful. It's big silver, chrome yeah, horses' yeah. heads. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was beautiful. on my motorbike when I heard an incredibly loud buzzing in my crash helmet. I removed it while still driving. The wasp had stung me on the earlobe! Oh, oh, that's horrible. It's horrible. I've seen this one from a teacher who led an outdoor assembly. Go on. Uh, with 180 year three and four pupils. She was wearing a long I love the fact she's skirt. added the audience size. Yeah. <laughs> Doing pretty yeah. well. 180. Yeah, yeah. Just setting the scene. She's wearing, like a long flowing, yeah. <laughs> she's wearing a long flowing skirt. The bee went up the skirt <gasps> just before the assembly uh, and uh, stung her on her belly button. She had Ooh. to continue the assembly behind a bush trying to release the bee. Before he did any more harm. No, the bush. Others, not our very own Andy Bush. <laughs> no, not that bush. Not Kate. No, just an actual bush. Uh, so all the staff and children were amused uh, as to what the hell was going on. And she said she had a, a lump the size of a 50 pence piece caused by that. And the pain was agonising. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Well, there you go. That was the podcast. Yes, what a great, another great show, another strong show. For you mentioned the drag artist in your Benidorm show. Oh, yes, do you uh, know the name was? Were we allowed to say the name? Dusty Crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, I think a state agent by day or something like that. Yeah, oh, and yeah. ran an animal charity, actually. That goose to ah, oh, By night, Dusty I'm Dusty Crack. crack. <laughs> oh, very nice. I've just been sent a couple by our producers, a couple of uh, drag name generators for you. Amazing, you amazing. Uh, there was one that w- with various different things you could choose. I came up with it for you. You were called Charlemagne Courtesan, which is quite a name. But um, I think wow. this one might work out better. So it's your name, uh, the name of your first pet. Have you have you ever had a pet? I had a pet goldfish called Psycho, but that doesn't really lend Psycho, itself to okay, the okay, world okay, well, that will work. Um, I'll put Psycho in. And uh, you have to pick your karaoke power ballad. Uh, I'm coming out by Diana Ross. It's raining men by the weather girls. Respect to Aretha Franklin, Vogue, Madonna, I Will Survive, Gloria Gaynor, or I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. Oh, good choice, good choice. Okay, I'm going to queen you. And (laughs) here we go. This is a much better name. Along the lines of Dusty Crack. Your drag name, Fordy, is Shady Diamond. Wow! Wow, I love it. Shady Diamond. What's yours then? I don't know. Let me put mine. I'm going to have to change a few things. Let me put my... Samantha was my little hamster that we had as a kid. And I think in terms of... Samantha the hamster. I guess that works in a Nottingham accent. Yeah, um... I think I'm coming out by Diana Ross is the one to go for okay. if you're going to do drag. What, what am I? Shady Diamond? Shady Diamond. This is I'm, great. I'm a slightly strange one. Cookie rain. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We had cookies today and it rained. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's raining Whoa. biscuits. Yeah. Whoa. So Shady Diamond and cookie rain. <laughs> we'll see you next week in Benidorm. <laughs>